I'm Ebony K. Williams, your attorney at law and host. Welcome to Holding Court, where we analyze the very latest legal headlines everybody's already talking about. We dig into how the courts impact the culture. We break it all down for you, and we go straight from gavel to your news feed. And I promise you this, y'all, every single week, we're going to keep it a buck, keep it 100. Right, Dustin Ross? That's right, Ebony. Let's go ahead and hold court. Let's do it. All right, 2021, here we go, y'all. It's a new year, and Dustin and I are so glad to be back in court. Right, D? So happy, so ecstatic. It's good to see you, Ebony. It's good to see you, beautiful. Um, We haven't really gotten a chance to chop it up since this new year has started. And by the way, why does it feel like it's been 60 days? It literally <laughs> feels like it has been 60 damn days. I mean, just so much has happened. So much has happened. So what? What? what's D. Ross feeling after holidays, big New Year's, everybody's running to 2021, and then these fools uh, literally attack our capital within not even the first week of us being back. Let me tell you something. First of all, the holidays didn't feel like holidays this year because mm. what has felt normal this year, right? Not a Absolutely damn. nothing. Not so the holidays just were a, a blur. I enjoyed myself, you know, as best I could. I wasn't with family, but I definitely had a good time for sure. You always you do. Know. That's why you smiling like that. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> but, um, so, you know, coming off the heels of just trying to relax and just give myself a hard reset, you know, so I could get back in this chair and do what I have to do. Mm. Here we go with these people acting a goddamn fool down to the United States Capitol. I've never seen anything like that in my life, Ebony. Were you surprised? Like when the news started breaking and alerts were going out on phones? Were you disappointed, but not surprised only because of the, the brazen bold nature that um, Donald Donald Trump has, you know, so freely made these people feel um, Mm -hmm. empowered with, you know, to, to be just so openly and blatantly racist and, and, and at this point be terrorists. So no, I wasn't surprised. I was just fucking disappointed. Yeah, I wasn't surprised either, Dustin, because and 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 a little bit of a a, a tea spill here. Mm-hmm. I was with my Rony castmates when this Uh-oh. shit went down. Uh-oh. Oh my God. Shab. Oh my God. Um, yeah. And so one of my castmates was like reading her phone because she's addicted to her phone. I was like, sis, just this is like, let's just get through this scene. You know Please. What I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Because, I mean, if y'all really want to do that, we can, but I, no, exact, I don't Dustin, think you want to. That's yes. what I'm saying. But yeah. let me let me shut up right quick before I talk too much. But <laughs> just everybody stay tuned for that Ooh, shit. Oh, Lord. But, but um, I wasn't shocked at all, Dustin, for the reasons you said. And it's, it's you know that saying when people say, you and what army? Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. gonna do such and such, such. You and what? Trump has an army. He literally that's does. That's what it is. Trump has riled up the most deep insecurities of a segment of white America and 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 non-whites that feel they have proximity to privilege through white Americans, mm-hmm. right? Let's be let's tell the whole story here. And they are his army and yeah. they will do his dirty work and they will do his bidding and they will do it consistently and I think they will do it to the death. Yeah, well apparently they will. They will. Uh, yeah. What they say, say her name, you know, the, yeah. and the audacity. They have the audacity to try to, to hijack. Yeah, to hijack yeah. And, and and use that 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 term, which is attached to something that is very serious and very important. 
and they're making light of it and using it on their own. So they want us to say her name. We will say their names. What about her, her name? Uh, right. Her name is Brianna Taylor. Still, yeah, Brianna Taylor. And let's yeah. say their names. What about uh, Cleveland Grover Meredith Jr., who wrote the text messages that he wanted to shoot Nancy Pelosi? Mm. You know, mm. let's say the names of all the people who got arrested down at the Capitol for being disgraceful. Mm. I've never seen anything like that in my life, and I've I have very valid concerns about our political process, but to see people just so blatantly be disrespectful, walking through that hall of statues, Ebony, all of that. I've just never seen. Yeah, those Confederate flags. And I had a bunch of uh, young people, Dustin, who were DMing me, uh, particularly disturbed by the Confederate flag picture. And I was like, y'all, I've been trying to tell y'all, sadly, this is America, right? Mm-hmm. Like, let's let's be clear about that. And it's you guys, you mm-hmm. young people, you young men and women, most of them in high school and college, fresh out of school, that are positioned to make it so that that artifact, because that's where the shit belongs in a museum, that is an artifact of, tre- of treason, of treason. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Right? Yes. Make sure that that is something that the next generation doesn't even have to fucking look at. But, mm-hmm. um... Real quick, let me tell you a quick auntie, you know, blurb. You know, sometimes yes. I, I just, I just, my, my age, Dustin, is catching up. <laughs> Don't even try it. <laughs> so I'm watching a little bit of football yesterday and, or the other day. Um, and somebody said Drew Brees was wearing in, in uh, practice warm ups a say her name sweatshirt. He was. So I was like, but listen to my dumb ass. So I'm like, oh, somebody then finally had to talk with Drew Brees about <laughs> uh. Brianna Taylor. Hmm. Ain't shit changed. Remember, he was the one. He was the one. You know the history. I know Drew the Brees history. Ben ain't shit. Hey, okay? Ben ain't shit. That's why I'm be talking to these motherfucking Saints fans. They get on my goddamn nerves. That's right. I hope they lose. I That's hope they right. lose. That's so, right. Um, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, it's, it's it, it it is sad. It's not surprising. Um, and and here's here's true tea. Despite that ridiculous, horrific, disgusting display uh, that happened at the Capitol last week of 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 a pathetic and desperate attempt right yes. to to hold on to a lie that is white supremacy in this country yes the good news is <laughs> they say god come in the morning mm-hmm. uh the good news is joe biden is still going to be installed as our next president That's just right. next week my soul kamala harris will be installed as the vice president now put a pin in it because you know we've got to talk about this vote cover oh i have tons to say i, I know it's holding court Mm-hmm. The jurors, we're going to have to have a little little fashion sidebar in a minute. Right. Um, but Joe and Kamala are still going to be the executive officers of this country. Period. Reverend Raphael Warnock is still going to be a United States senator, the first from the state of Georgia that is a that, black person. That's right. Uh, the Jewish gentleman, uh, Senator-elect John Orsoff, mm-hmm. will also represent the Democratic Party from the state of Georgia. And that's a reality. So whatever yeah. little antics and tantrums and bullshit y'all want to do. Nothing's you changing. Stop. You, you ain't changed shit. Nothing's changing. History has been made. And not only has history been made, we're going to talk about it. So you're yeah. going to have to have it rubbed in your face right where it belongs for quite some time now. And yeah. I just, like I said, I've never seen anything so disrespectful in my life. But, you know. Yeah, but the, but but they ain't changed shit, Dustin. I mean, we we're hearing reports that there's a, a planned attacks on all uh, fifty states, mm-hmm. uh, state capitals, and and listen, this is I was talking to one of my really good Jewish friends, um, a really brilliant sister, and she said what I said, which is, "E people think this is the bottom. Sadly, this is the beginning." 
the beginning. Yes, this it is. is the beginning, Dustin. And what it is, again, that desperation, it's coming to a head. It's coming to a head. They're freaking the fuck out. They are hysterical mm-hmm. because and I think Georgia is really key. Because, mm-hmm. because there's been some level of tolerance or acceptance, despite the resentment, around certain pockets of America mm-hmm. buying into a at least optically more equal society. Yes. New York, California, yeah, yeah. The, the, the liberal elites, absolutely the, the coastal elites. <clears throat> but Georgia, yeah, the peach south. state. With the red clay mud as underneath your shooter, we used to play with. You got to deal with it. Some people used to eat it. I didn't eat it, Dustin. I no, didn't I've, eat that I've, red I've, clay. I've, I've never, and I've heard of mm-hmm. that for years, but I've never been people one who did. wanted to eat dirt. So no, that <laughs> wasn't my thing. I liked my teeth, but listen. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Georgia going blue like this. And the first time since 1964, which we know from a partisan lens, that was the Lyndon B. Johnson era. Right. Which which kind of flipped what we conventionally know to be progressive politics, which used to be Republican. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. On the party of Abe Lincoln. Yeah. And that is when they became the party of full on unabashed white supremacy. Absolutely. And to see them turn blue for the first time in well over 30 years, these people have lost their shit, Dustin. They have. They packed up them pickup trucks and and went on up to the Capitol. Going to the Capitol. We're going to get it back. Get, get no. back our country. Yeah, take it back. It's ours. And then, then they stupid asses got on Instagram live making all sorts of videos oh telling on themselves. I like love them. Lock like them fools. all up. Lock, lock them, them all up. up. So they speaking of, up. of who needs to be locked up, um Anna mm-hmm. Wintour. Anna Wintour needs to be locked up and she needs her booty spanked. She literally had one job. One job. Maybe the maybe her bangs have grown and maybe they they were just over her eyes or maybe over the lenses of her glasses. She couldn't see what she was approving. Maybe you know, they need to was. get Andre Leon Talley back. That's what yeah. needs to happen. Yeah. Okay. But listen, so for those that haven't seen it yet, uh, you must be under a rock. And I implore you to look at your cell phone device and look to see both covers of Kamala Harris that will grace the cover of Vogue for February's issue. Now mm-hmm. it's much, much ado. Because the, the the print cover, the one that subscribers will get in their mailboxes and the ones that will be for sale on stands, is Kamala wearing an ill-fitted black suit, mm-hmm. pantsuit, Ill, mm-hmm. very ill-fitted. Um, it looks like a test shoot in the face, Dustin. Mm-hmm. You know, you and I've had our share of photo shoots. You know, that's yep. not a flex. That's not a flex. It's just you know, is it what just, it is. It's just what has, has happened. Um <laughs> <laughs> and you know how they do the test shoots just Absolutely. to check the lighting. That's what it because it doesn't look like her face nope. is even ready for the smile. No, nope. it literally okay. looks like a throwaway, a, a, a throwaway. shot that was not a select. It was a I lighting was test shoot. I, yeah. I'm convinced. Then she has on her chucks. I'm actually not mad at that part. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I am, but <laughs> yeah, because girl, it's the cover of old. That's like, what, I'm what are saying. we doing like, here? I, I get that's your signature style. It's cute. It's the equivalent of Barack rolling up his sleeves. But you know, we never saw Barack on the cover of Vogue or um, or maybe we didn't see him on Vogue, but GQ They're or right, any of right, these right. highfalutin male magazines with your with your sleeves rolled up. Right. There's a time and place for that. Um, so she's in these chucks, she's in this poorly fitted black pantsuit. Her <sighs> glam is fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know, um, her her doobie wrap is not laying right. Nothing. You know, and is, she's got a beautiful head of hair. Yeah. And then she's behind our beloved sorority colors. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I live for pink and I live for green. Mm-hmm. But 
but can you steam it? There was it was there no steamer on set. Why is it wrinkled? It's Vogue. So I, I hated that cover. And even as an AKA, I put I put it up. Let me tell you what my train of thought was, Dustin. You mm-hmm. know, because source was blowing my phone up. <laughs> I said, oh hell. You know, I, I have a little bit of a platform, so I yes. don't want to look like a hater. Right. So let me go ahead and put this on my Instagram story. And then I felt like I was morally corrupt mm-hmm. for, for promoting it. So yep. I took it down. And I said, I just can't, it didn't see right on my So then I put up the alternative cover, right. which, you know, reports say Kamala and her team approved of. I'll tell you the unpopular opinion. I don't love it either. Yeah, it's okay. Either. It's okay. It's underwhelming. Yeah, she's got a powder blue suit on. It's a three-quarter uh, crop body length. Mm-hmm. You know, I just think this, and I'm going to say it, and I don't care who go tell it. Kamala Harris is a beautiful woman. She's a naturally beautiful woman. Yes, for sure. And she comes about, and this is exactly Dustin Ross why I wrote Pretty Powerful. Kamala comes about from an era where it was told to women that in order to ascertain the highest halls of power, Mm -hmm. you had to show up aesthetically like a man. And particularly if you had the nerve to be cute Mm -hmm. and particularly attractive in your femininity, downplay it, suppress it, ignore so that it, you ignore it, wash it away, yep. divorce yourself from your femininity yep. so that you can have a fair shot at power in society. I'm here to tell Vice President-elect Harris, her team, and everybody else listening, that time is over. Right. Okay? That time is over. I'm going to give you a really good example. You know who gets this absolutely right, Dustin? Who? Stacey Abrams. Yes, she does. Stacey Abrams. She decorates herself. She does. Stacey Abrams fucking gets it, Dustin. Mm -hmm. She understands that as a woman, a black woman, a curvaceous black woman, she knows how to show up with her femininity intact. Yeah. Her sophistication on display. Yeah. I've interviewed, I've had the privilege uh, to interview this. Uh, I really think she's really in serious contention for the Nobel Peace Prize. And I'm not being funny or facetious. Look at the work. Serious. Look at the, the work. work. The work. She has, um, with a coalition, you know, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to say single-handedly, but, but Stacey Abrams has led a coalition yep. of saving democracy in this generation. But I digress. Um, back to what's important, which is what she looks like. That's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> That's a joke. Um, but every time I've interviewed Stacey Dustin on Revolt Black News or an mm-hmm. Essence platform, Stacey is wearing color. She is unafraid of color. Um, yep. I'll never forget, I interviewed her for Essence. She was wearing this gorgeous uh, coral. Um, it was a cropped yeah, mm. I mean, it just, and I said Beautiful it. jewelry, beautiful, beautiful accessories. Beautiful jewelry, yeah. natural hair, coiffed, mm-hmm. styled, yeah. makeup choices yeah. on point. Yeah. Um, like you, accessories. She understands her look. She has a clear personal sense of style and it works. And if not yeah. for one second, Does has it, it ever distracted from the message? Yeah. Yeah. There you yeah. go. She gets it. Stacey she gets Abrams. a lot of things, actually. Yeah, she gets a, she, <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> she really about get. I don't know what she don't get. Matter yeah. Fact. Okay. Um, but that's what I think about uh my, my soul Kamala's Vogue cover. They um, they just could have done a better job all the way around. Yeah. We love to see her on the cover of Vogue, and damn it, I'm buying as many copies as of I course. can. Of course, of course. But 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 there was a huge missed opportunity there for something that really could have been um impactful. 
Yes. Yeah. And I, my only hope, Dustin, is that the um, very aggressive pushback and fallout and, and reaction really kind of brings her team because it's not not important. Right. That's right. the thing. People want to dismiss aesthetics and optics as if it's not. important. No, it's very important. It very is very important. It's a part of political messaging to be absolutely clear. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi gets it. Absolutely. Yep. You see her by being tagged. I, I thought uh, she had her hair done the, the other day looking like Cardi B. Who is that? Tokyo Styles? It does Cardi <laughs> B's with. I said, Nancy yeah. didn't been out of Tokyo Styles. You know, Nancy don't give no fuck. She'll go yeah. in the middle yeah. of the pandemic, too. Yeah. OK. Um, <laughs> but listen. Um, OK, so so that's my two cent on that. Mm-hmm. They will be inaugurated very soon. I'm actually going, Dustin, down to D.C. Wonderful. Uh, pray for me um, for Traveling Mercies of to course. cover this inauguration um, for my work at, at Revolt Black News. So mm-hmm. it's all good. Wonderful. Uh, wonderful. So listen, we're going to get into a lot more of all of this later in the show. But first up, let's go ahead and get into this week's docket and our latest legal headlines. Okay, first up, let's talk about Tracy Chapman because, uh, you know, <sighs> I live for Tracy Chapman. I live for a fast car. I live for Let me for tell all you something. <laughs> what she said, give me one reason. Look like she got 450000 now, okay? <laughs> Listen, and she should have gotten more in my opinion. So here's, here's, here's the tea on what happened. I'm sure everyone saw the, uh, the headlines breaking in recent weeks. Tracy Chapman was awarded a $450,000 monetary award in a copyright lawsuit that she had against Nicki Minaj and her songwriting team. Mm-hmm. Here's the deal. That is a settlement because when I saw the number, Dustin, I was shocked it wasn't much, much more. I expected this to end with um, millions. Absolutely. It's only 450 because it's a settlement, right? So this is the amount that Tracy was willing to take to avoid going to trial because that just gets really expensive for everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, Nikki's got to pay her legal team. Tracy's got to pay her legal team. Mm-hmm. By the time it's said and done, you end up getting less money than you know you would in a settlement. So I get right. why it's settled. Dustin, have you heard these songs? I have. Um, I remember back when this controversy first uh, surfaced a couple years back, and I heard the song that uh, Funkmaster Flex, I believe it was, played on the radio um, that started all of this shit in the first place. Because <laughs> it was just, a leak. It, yeah. it was a leak, yeah. It was a leak, yeah. And and we know that no leak is truly a leak. There's always someone who intentionally releases it. So Wink, wink, a leak. Wink. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, I remember all of this. I definitely heard the song. And I know Tracy Chapman really don't play that shit. They said she'd take that guitar and go to smacking people. So, I, <laughs> you know, if you no. play her shit. So, you yeah. know. I, yeah. I wouldn't fool with Tracy Chapman. Tracy Chapman is a whole fucking legend who legend. actually is grossly underrated in the mm-hmm. culture and, and greater music. She needs to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't yes, know what's going does. on. She but does. anyway, I mean, I really, like I went to Tulum by myself mm-hmm. um, a few years ago. And I just, for like five days, vegged out on all of Tracy's catalog. I love Fast Car. That's my favorite. And I actually mm-hmm. wish Adele would cover that. Wouldn't Adele Oh, that, that would be lit. Yeah, I wish she would. Or, or, you'd, or, or um, Sam Smith. That could yeah. be lit too. Yeah. You yeah. Know, those those blue eyed Brits, they, they yeah. know how to do a good acoustic cover. Push it cover, on out. Push it you know, on out. Yeah. Good, good, good acoustic cover. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but so this is what happened. So Nikki, the the first of all, when you listen to the quote leak song Sorry, which features Nas as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nikki, you ain't y'all ain't even try to hide the shit or nothing. Ain't even try. It's a blatant sampling the, the, of the, the melody. The, like the, no, just lift. Like, I'm not even going to give that sample. A sample okay. is um what Robin Thicke did 
with blurred lines mm-hmm. to Marvin Gaye. Mm-hmm. That's a sample, mm-hmm. right? Like if you keep listening, you're like, wait a minute. I know that Nikki's saying the same words. <laughs> Nikki said like, bitch, what? Man. How did you think this was going to be okay? So and how is, did you is, think she wasn't going to notice this? This is how you doing backwards, uh, doing business backwards. So apparently, Dustin, Nikki and them completed the entire song. Mm-hmm. Then somebody with the bright mind said, oh, we should probably get clearance from Tracy Chapman after Hello. the song was done. So then they go and ask her permission. Tracy is notoriously on a don't sample my shit list. Yeah. Like it's in her record company. Yeah. It's in her contract. This is a known thing in the industry. I don't know if they thought that Nikki was special or that Tracy was going to give her an exception. Mm-hmm. But the answer was no. Mm -hmm. Problem was, Dustin, the song was already ready to go. Mm -hmm. It was already ready to go, recorded, edited, everything ready to go on her uh, release, Queen. Yes, the Queen album. The Queen album. And so after Tracy said no, Nikki went to social media, desperately pleading with Tracy directly. Tracy still said no. No. Um, And that's wink, wink, how we got a leak. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Obviously. Obviously. Tracy said, you know what? I'm going to plug that leak real, real quick because you motherfuckers are <laughs> going to pay me for mine. Okay. Yeah. And I'm glad she did. And by the way, can we talk about how great her skin looks? Um, she looks good. Said, Tracy Chapman looks great. I would yeah. go see Tracy Chapman right now when this vaccine comes about. I would. T- Look, we're going to see Let's Tracy go. Chapman when this shit clears up. Yeah, I'm here for it. Okay, so next up on our docket, the good sis Zoe Kravitz filing for divorce two days before Christmas, actually, after Mm. just 18 months of marriage to uh, her now estranged husband, Carl Glussman. So the reason I put this on the docket, because, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not a whole lot to tell. They were only married 18 months. Uh, She just posted happy anniversary after the first year. And then here we are eight months later with a divorce filing. But I get get a lot of questions, Dustin, about these short term marriages. Yeah. Um, And I know a lot about them because I had one. Okay. So um, (laughs) I get. get, (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. And successfully what? Exited. I had had to, you know, keep it pushing. But here's the thing. A lot of people want to know, Dustin Ross, when you get married and it's short like that and there's no children involved. Can you get an annulment? Because that's what a lot of people start thinking like, oh, well, it was only 18 months or it was only 12 months or hell, it could be only six months. Mm-hmm. Why do you have to get a whole divorce? Like, can't mm-hmm. you just get it annulled? And the answer is no, it must be a legal divorce. Here's why. Annulment, legal annulment is extremely narrow in who can qualify for a legal annulment because a legal annulment is literally the undoing of the marriage. Yes. The, once the court grants you an annulment, you were never married. Period. Period. It's and not it, an ended marriage. It just is simply a marriage ha- that never married, was. Yeah. Right. You weren't married. And that is, listen, don't we, don't we, but by the time you end the marriage, don't we all wish we could do that? <laughs> we can't. We can't because to qualify for an annulment, Dustin, a few specific things have to occur. Either okay. fraud, like actual fraud, meaning uh, the individual lied about a plethora of things, their identity, mm-hmm. who they were, da, da, da. so that okay. you, know, you were in, you were conned essentially. That makes sense. Yes. Another is when you find out unbeknownst to you after the fact, probably of incest, you know, oh. the court, yeah, the court, you know, if you find after you get married and then you find out, oh my God, this is my brother or oh, I know it's awful. <laughs> y'all sure. Y'all both got a family reunion the same weekend and you're like, now wait a where minute. You damn it. Yeah. Wait, wait, where you going? <laughs> what's, what's street? Oh, hell. Who is your mama? 
Okay, so in that case, um, and there's a few other, but they're very specific. The point mm-hmm. is, what does not qualify for a legal annulment is we were young, stupid, and fucked up. Yeah. That doesn't that doesn't qualify at that point. I mean, we all I I know I watch uh, Married at First Sight, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. and and you see that even those couples, eight week marriages, have to go through a legal divorce proceeding, which is um, dumb in the first place. But that's another episode. More <laughs> more on that. Later. More Married to First Sight later. <laughs> yeah. So that's what's going on with Miss Zoe Kravitz. Uh, that's crazy, Ebony, because most people right. believe that an annulment is just something you can use when you've only been married for a short amount of mm-hmm. time. And it's just not that. That's not true. That's why I wanted to put it on the docket, because I yeah. want people to know that that like that common myth is erroneous. Mm-hmm. And people mm-hmm. think like, well, let me just try. Uh, here's my favorite. Let me try it about marriage. Let, <laughs> yeah, me, let, okay. me, let me try it. Because <laughs> like, that's uh, how that works. <laughs> no. Nah? Because if it don't work, like that's a wrap. Like it's like that's real. Yes. Next up on the docket, Dr. Dre. Now we've been talking about Dr. Dre a lot on this show and a lot on holding court, generally in the context of his extremely messy and um, stressful divorce, which some are saying, Dustin, was part of the reason why, sadly, over the holidays, Dr. Dre was in ICU. I think he remains in ICU as a, the recording Currently. of this show. Yeah. Um, with a brain aneurysm, which is oh. very sad. And I want to be clear. We, we send our thoughts and prayers to Dr. Dre and his loved ones as he hopefully recovers. And he mm-hmm. tweeted out that he is in recovery. Mm-hmm. But if that wasn't bad enough, you in ICU... Your damn house is being attempted to be burglarized. And that's where the red flags came up for me. Now, Mm. there's a lot going on at the same time in his life. And certain events may not be related to one another, but they damn sure sound like it's a connection somewhere to me. How Mm. are you suffering a brain aneurysm in Mm. the hospital, going Mm. through a very tumultuous divorce and nasty divorce procedure? High profile divorce. High, the highest of profiles. We all in a business. And then Mm -hmm. on top of that, someone's now trying to break in your home while you're in the damn hospital. I don't know, E. It it sounds like a... I'm like some some people were talking, some hands yeah. were, were being rubbed. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't put it past anybody. Um, I do want to make this point, though. This is where social media and just publicity and media, period, are problematic. Mm. Because when we know Dre is in the hospital at Mount Cedar Sinai, where we know time. he's not. Is at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and then it was originally reported that, um, and first of all, he lives in Brentwood. And f- this is just me. I, when you say Brentwood, I already think suspect problems. Because it always goes back to OJ. OJ, imme- immediately from the, from the time that that case took place, I've always associated Brentwood, California. Brentwood. Yeah, like I can't never OJ move case. to Brentwood. No. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it just can't happen. Like I, 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 every time I turn down my street, I'm thinking about Ron and Nicole Simpson. Somebody going to have to walk me to the damn door. Right. <laughs> right <laughs> In your old house. It's your old house. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, so back to that, though, right? So that's the problem. When you are known to be, and that's why personally, Dustin, you will never see me tweeting or saying in real time, I'm on vacation Mm -hmm. or I'm here or I'm there because I don't need people knowing how I move like that. And granted, in this case, it wasn't Dre's fault, of course, that he had a fucking brain aneurysm. But I just want people to see the risk. Correlation, yeah. And the correlation exactly associated with that. Um, and yeah, just, just, just try your best not to let people know your moves because that's, that is how you can become a target. Clearly you got to move in silence. 
Yeah. Uh, fortunately for Dre, uh, the four perpetrators were not successful in being able to actually get through um, and break in the house. And then mm-hmm. they were shortly thereafter apprehended by police uh, in Pacific Palisades. And the cops had like they had all the shit, all the evidence. You talk about some dumb criminals. They had the backpack, mm-hmm. the saws, all wow. the shit they were going to be trying to use to break into this man's home. They might have tried to. They might as well have tried to pick the lock with their damn IDs. Right, you right. <laughs> Leave the fingerprints all on yeah. there, right? Just ridiculous. Um, okay, so listen, we're going to take a quick break, uh, pay some bills. When we come back, we've got a lot more on this docket, especially talking about who everybody's talking about, right? This Soho Karen. We got oh, more holding court in a minute. Yep. Okay, welcome back to Holding Court. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about this Soho Karen, uh, Dustin. She's uh, she's everywhere. Did you? Let me start with this. Uh, for those who don't know, this woman, and I want to be clear that she's a woman. More on not that a later. girl. Not a girl. Grown ah! ass woman doing grown that. ass woman things like fighting the police and getting arrested for DUIs. But go ahead, Ebony. Yeah, well, you know, I want you to figure out how you feel about it, Dustin. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Soho Karen, uh, government name, Maya Ponsetto. Yeah. uh, She was in Soho, downtown New York, over the Christmas holiday, acting a motherfucking fool. This uh, video uh, went viral of her verbally attacking and then physically attacking, attacking, accosting, jumping Mm -hmm. on him. Mm-hmm. A 14 year old boy. A uh, child. He's a child. He's a kid. And he happened to be the child of uh, a very famous jazz musician. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the jazz musician is named Kenyon Harold. His son, Kenyon Harold Jr. It went everywhere. This was everywhere. Um, yeah. Because it was the hostile nature, right, Dustin, in the way yeah. this woman is. She was so aggressive. You're screaming at this boy. You took my cell phone. Mm-hmm. Give me back my cell phone. He's calmly trying to leave, scared, yep. terrified, as any yep. 14 year old would be. Uh, you don't, you know, he doesn't he doesn't live there. You know, what the hell? You know, yep. hotel lobby, minding your business, and this woman is screaming at you. It's fucking then, maniac. Her and her mama have a rap sheet. Uh in California court records show that. Oh, Karen pleaded no contest mm-hmm, to a mm-hmm, DUI mm-hmm. Uh, last year, and she was sentenced to three years probation, fines, and all that. She's actually doing court soon for a compliance hearing on that. It'll be interesting because typically, Dustin, and I want to be clear here, as a result of a, uh, of alleged assaulting this young boy, mm-hmm. and by the way, it's on camera, so this will be interesting yeah. to see how it goes. She has been charged with some serious felonies. As she uh, should. As well she should, exactly. She's charged with attempted assault and robbery specifically grand larceny in the fourth degree trying to take his damn phone yeah that is not hers phone was not hers um and and this is what i'm happy about she was charged with endangering the welfare of a child Mm, and that's a very important charge sounds Um, serious to me ebony it's very serious right now she's not uh entered a plea yet her attorney saying of course she's innocent of all charges she's out on bail now but she will be back in court in march uh, Dustin, did you see this interview? This 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 hot mess did with Gail King. You know, I did disrespecting Gail King like that, saying enough, cutting off Gail, horrible attitude, just completely disrespectful, aggressive, quite ghetto to me. In I the, thought in she the, was extremely ghetto. Way. She did doing that interview with that hat on that said "Daddy," just completely, <laughs> just disrespectful and trashy. So here's the other takeaway, and and I'm sure all of my lawyers listening will agree, it is always a high risk and when i say high risk i mean typically not a good idea 
to give press interviews while you are awaiting adjudication. Duh. Okay. Right. I mean, very rarely. And the only person I ever really see do this successfully was, say, Johnny Cochran mm-hmm. with some of his clients, um, where you know you got an extremely compelling client that is persuasive and charming and charismatic to go ahead and start wooing the jury and the public audience on their side. That don't happen most of the time, Dustin. Mm-mm. Most of the time, it's a reason that we don't want our clients saying shit yeah. at all. We don't even want them seen. Yeah. You know, and, and 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 this interview is a case study as to why it's pretty much always a bad idea to be out here doing press while you are awaiting either charges or adjudication. And it's all her fault. She proved that she has no self-control during that interview. Right. She proved that she has no sense of decorum. And she proved herself to be the, ty- the type of person who would be guilty of the things that she's accused of and did because we mm-hmm. saw them on camera. We saw it take place. Yeah. And she she offered no remorse. None. She offered a very um, condescending, self-righteous attitude about mm-hmm. it, which will do her no favors. Mm-hmm. And she made some admissions, Dustin. Yep. You know, Dummy. and that's admissible. That's admissible in a court of law. You know, that is public fodder. So I think the interview was a terrible idea from a legal strategy standpoint. I didn't like her verbiage going back to the top of how I introduced this. She kept referring to herself as a 22-year-old girl. You're a woman. And woman. referring to this 14-year-old boy as a guy. He's a yep. guy. Yep. He's not a guy. He's yep. a boy. Yeah, a minor. <laughs> A child under the letter of the law. Yeah, that you were abusive and violent toward. I've just never seen anything like that. Just so I'm telling you, and and I believe that all of this is tied into this emboldening that Donald Trump and Mm. everyone associated with his rhetoric and his ideas have given these people to just feel like they can do whatever the fuck they want to do. This is new for me. Like just... People have always had these sort of intentions and made these sort of choices, but to be so bold with it and just do it so blatantly and deliberately, I just, I just can't believe what I was watching. I couldn't believe she was attacking that child like that. Well, it's what you said, Dustin. It's not that these are new sentiments, um, but what I believe this era, and I think Trump is hugely a part of it. I also think just a visceral reaction to eight years of Obama, a black man in the White House. Yeah. Um, is a response to what we're seeing. There is an assumed social order in our country that says folks that look like me and you Mm -hmm. are supposed to sit in subordination to our white counterparts. We are there to serve them. We are automatically perceived as threats, savages, and subhuman. This is deep. Mm -hmm. But this is also very accurate. Okay, that lie, that myth is still pervasive in this country. And what Trump's administration and the subsequent uh, visceral reaction to a, a a black man by the name of Obama being in the White House for eight years says these black people are out of their social place. Yeah. And they're we're not out of their social place and we're not having anymore. And that's why we're just going to go ape shit on them every time we see them in our estimation to be out of their place. And further to your point is something about seeing those sort of ideas um, and, and that that just racist um, 
placement in life being pushed on a kid that infuriates me. We've seen so many times, so many shocking displays of racism and and white supremacy, uh, white privilege, you know, Mm. and all of those things. But to see someone do that to a child child. who still has to grow up and make adult decisions, I just, it just infuriated me. It is. And I hate to say it, but speaking of privilege, i strongly feel that the only reason this particular story, because sadly we know, Dustin, this happens to young black and brown boys and girls all the time, every day. The only reason this got the press it did is because his father's a celebrity. Bingo. Bingo. You know, and that's, I'm glad about it. But that is the only reason we know this young boy's name. That is the only reason this particular white woman uh, is being held accountable. Yeah. And that's a damn shame, too. That's the truth. It's a sad truth, but that's the truth. That's the sad truth. Okay, last up on our docket today, and speaking of Trump, child Lil Wayne. Okay, so I put (sighs) this on the docket, Dustin, because some of our very astute jurors Mm -hmm. caught what we were serving the other week when we talked Mm -hmm. about this story for the first time when Lil Wayne abruptly decided to enter a guilty plea to his felony gun charges. Yeah. Um, we know it is a felony in this country to be a convicted felon and have possession of a firearm. That's exactly what Lil Wayne pleaded guilty to uh, mm-hmm. when he had his little gold-handled, pearl-handled. Yeah, handle, gold-handled, um, <laughs> gold-plated firearm. Yeah, <laughs> talking about it was a gift. Bob right. Breezy. Okay, so at any rate, I was shocked, and we talked about this on the air, right, Dustin? That yes. uh, Dwayne Carter chose to really quickly enter this guilty plea like he didn't even allow for his attorneys his defense team to enter their motion for suppression of the evidence or any of the other things you customarily would see in a defense of a very serious charge because by the way if convicted dustin he's going to jail he's absolutely going to jail to be clear and he could go away for up to 10 years okay let's just tell the truth so we said then i said you know what the only way this makes sense to me is if he's trying to expedite his sentencing and and, and adjudication of it so he can qualify for a pardon from President Trump, Mm -hmm. who we know he he very randomly, it appeared at the time, started to uh, promote and support uh, and endorse at the very, very end of his last presidential race. Like, what, Wayne, you ain't said shit. You've been... Uh, under a rock and all of a mm-hmm. sudden Trump's your boy. It was very peculiar, but then it started to make sense, right? Mm-hmm. Recent Bloomberg recent Bloomberg reports, Dustin, say that that is indeed exactly what is probably going to happen. That yeah. Trump has uh, Wayne, along with uh, Kodak Black and some others, on a very short list of pardon considerations that will likely go down uh, the day before he leaves office, January 19th. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm not surprised at all. And all I have to say is this little Wayne, you need to be trying to stay out of jail because I don't know if you all are seeing the little Wayne that I'm seeing, but he don't look like he can withstand, you know, 10 days in jail, let alone 10 years that he might be facing with this guilty plea. You know, Wayne needs a multivitamin, a loofah sponge. Uh, some warm milk, you know, a he green just, juice, a, a, a green, green juice. juice, some ginger, yeah. a ginger yeah. shot. He needs no, all, in all seriousness. Here's the thing. Um, when I work out, it's always to a cash money mm-hmm. playlist. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to law school in New Orleans. I was born in Southeast Louisiana. It's a I, thing. I revere Dwayne Carter as an artist. Absolutely. I actually think he's 
grossly disrespected in the music industry. That is my belief. I feel like if Dwayne was from anywhere but the South, anywhere but New Orleans, he would be up there in the mentions of Jay-Z and Nas and the rest of them. Yeah. I think because lyrically, the historically, there. it's ridiculous. And it's he's ridiculous. book smart, believe it or not, as no, dumb as is. the dumb decisions that he makes. He was literally like a genius in, no, uh, in grade he was, school. He went to Maine Magnet School in New Orleans with yeah. one of my ex-boyfriends in law school. He uh, even in the midst of doing a worldwide tour as a you know international superstar, he was still taking classes at the University of Houston. Dwayne yeah. Carter is a really intelligent genius. I mean, he's a yeah. lyrical genius and he's kind of just creatively um a genius. Yeah. What is what is breaks my heart. And actually, I want us to do a whole episode on it. It's just commentary right now, Dustin. And that is the glorification of narcotics and other really dangerous drugs. I'm not talking about hallucinogens and all that shit. So don't come for me for that shit. Right. I'm talking about when the best and brightest amongst us, our people, yeah, Ebony. are lost too soon because of a glorification that we as a culture participate in and condone. And celebrate, and then we want to cry when they're dead. That's a because conversation. on that plane, because on that plane, Dustin, in addition to that gold handle, pearl plated uh, Glock, was also, and he wasn't charged with it, but cocaine, damn, hero, heroin, damn, heroin, and several other very dangerous drugs. Um, I, I don't want to lose Dwayne Carter. I'm very serious no. right now. And every time I see his name trend, I always think that's what it's going to be. Oh man. Not to be heavy, but to be heavy. Yeah. Well, it's time to talk about it. This this is the time where the let's save little Wayne conversation begins, right? Yeah. You start identifying the factors that may be removed or things that maybe needed to be added to his life life in order to, you know, keep him around, literally. Yeah, because that's what happens. You know, we we see it. We saw it with Whitney. We saw <sighs> it with uh Michael, you know, yeah. we, we yeah. see it. Uh, you know, Amy Winehouse. I mean, yeah. we, we watch these people right before our very eyes, Dustin, um, fade away. I mean, a lot of other folks in hip hop, you know, we'll be here. Tons, all day, but, tons. but I but I but I want to I want to address that in a later episode. All right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to go straight to this breaking news that just occurred um, in the past 24 hours of a new decision around the trying of the officers involved with the killing of George Floyd. We've got more holding court right after this. Okay, welcome back to Holding Court. Now, this is breaking news, Dustin, and I got to tell you, I was glad to see it. A judge has just now ruled that the former Minneapolis police officer, I'm talking about Derek Chauvin, mm -hmm. who of course is charged with the killing of brother George Floyd by putting his knee on the brother's neck for eight minutes and 46 yeah, seconds. The, the murderer. That, the murderer, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Alleg allegedly. Mm-hmm. Derek Chauvin is now going to be tried separately from the other three officers involved. This is very good news for me legally, uh, Dustin. And I'll tell you why in a second. So let's run down some facts. Okay. Uh, Derek Chauvin is going to stay in trial. His trial is going to start relatively soon, March 8th. Um, he's going to be tried, not virtually. He's going to be tried at a downtown Minneapolis courthouse. Um, and then the other three officers who are going to, and, and Derek Chauvin, to be clear, is charged with second degree murder yeah which was an upgrade from that original whack-ass third degree murder i was so yep. mad at that what um, was so that now, whack 
Uh, so now he's charged with second degree murder as well as manslaughter. Uh, jury selection will begin on March 8th with opening statements uh, for the trial to be expected to start around March 29th. And then the other three officers involved will be on trial August 23rd. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you why this is important. Because originally they were going to all be tried together. And I was kind of surprised that the uh, the prosecutor's office, in this case, uh, Keith Ellison, mm-hmm. because it's not the local prosecutors, because if we recall, they were acting whack. Yes. They were acting whack as hell. They didn't want to bring no charges. So the, the attorney general had to step, step in. in. Mm-hmm. Happened to be a black man. But let's not assume all black attorney generals do what they need to do. I'm looking at you, Daniel Cameron. Oh, my God. Um, but Keith Ellison did. And and he brought these charges. But Keith Ellison, uh, Dustin, wanted them to all be tried together, arguing that it was more efficient and uh, COVID and all this other shit. I didn't like it because that uh, it reminds me of the officers, the several officers that were all being tried. Many of them together, some not in Baltimore around the killing of Freddie Gray. They uh, start yes, yes, doing yes. that blame shifting shit. Yep. And that's going to happen anyway. When start you've got pointing several. at each other. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't me. It was him. And then by the time you do all that, Dustin, the jurors are confused. Half Everyone's the time distracted. the judge is confused. And now everybody throws their hands up and mm-hmm. says, it's awful what happened, but we don't know who to put it on. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I don't like it at all. And so this judge uh, very recently has said that Chauvin will be tried separately. And I'm really glad because also Chauvin, his charges are much more severe mm-hmm. than the other officers involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as well, he should be tried separately. So y'all already know we're covering this shit gavel to gavel on Holden Court. That's right. Uh, and, and and hopefully we will see some remnants of justice for uh, the good brother, George Floyd. Please, um, God rest his soul. Now, who we're not going to see any justice for anytime soon is Jacob Blake. Now, Jacob Blake is still with <sighs> us, but this brother's paralyzed. I mean, you know, this is a damn shame. Uh, shot in the back by law enforcement seven times. Seven times. And no Dustin. charges. Came out over the holidays. Kenosha, Wisconsin, district attorney. Here goes local prosecutors ask Michael gravely let's say his name because he's an elected position mm-hmm. announced last week in a press conference that there would be no charges against the officer who shot and paralyzed jacob blake and again i want to say shooting this man in the back seven times uh here's here's the rationale from this da dustin and tell me if it sounds familiar da says well not bringing any charges because i don't really think i could win the case because it could easily be argued that the officer's actions were a reasonable action of self-defense. And if that could be argued, then there's no reason I should bring charges. And then the evidence cited for that whack-ass argument, Dustin, is, um, right, that Jacob Blake's, the mother of his children, was calling 911 to say that, I don't know, whatever, Jacob Blake gave some keys. Clearly, they were having a domestic dispute. Yeah, their business. Their business, no allegation of violence at that point other right. than taking the keys, but not striking her or anything. Right. Or the, or the kids. That's why we say they business. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. So officer comes to the scene. Uh, this to me is fucked up. The DA ar- argues that that reporting officer would have known that Michael, um, 
that reporting officer would have known that Jacob Blake had a felony warrant against him for alleged domestic violence and sexual assault. Even if he did, what the hell does that have to do with, with him showing up with deadly force? Thank right. you. Thank you. Even if he did. Also, Jacob Blake had a knife, allegedly. We can't see it on the video, but let's assume he had it. So, yeah. To 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 say to bring a gun to a knife fight is unreasonable force. Yeah. At that point. And there's a legal argument to be made about it. Here's my point, Dustin. I'm not trying to try the case right now on this show. But mm -hmm. what I do know is that that decision as to whether or not that officer's actions were reasonable should at least go to a jury or a judge. Clearly, especially after the events of last week. Hello. We saw the police literally do the opposite with those, yep. those, those, those Hail maniacs. The Held the door open for Hail you. Held the door. Took, sex, took selfies, took pictures with them while they're literally standing next to them, punching out the windows. They could have gotten hit with those fists that they were using to punch those glass windows out in those doors. And Literally. the police were standing there. Chilling. And let us not forget, an officer fucking died. Come on now. But Come I thought blue lives mattered. Not that. Dustin. Not on January 6th, they didn't. To the very people who have been screaming that they have all this time, which was stupid in and of itself. So that's why this Jacob Blake ruling, the fact that, that there have been no charges presented and we're not going to try the case because this argument can be presented, it's all it's, bullshit. It's, it's the same bullshit that I yeah. feel about Daniel Cameron in um, Kentucky. Right. You as prosecutors, and y'all, this is why you have to vote for your DAs. King Coon is what I like to call okay. him. Damn. Go ahead, Casey. King <laughs> Coon, Daniel. <Okay. laughs> oh, my God. Um, But this is why, seriously, we have to vote for prosecutors that are going to show up for our communities. Because these premature mm -hmm. adjudications made mm -hmm. by sitting local prosecutors, mm -hmm. it's a fucking problem. It's terrible. Now, what I suspect will happen here, Dustin Ross, just to give people a little bit of um, optimism, okay. cautious optimism. Yeah. Same thing here is probably going to happen with uh, what I predict will happen with Breonna Taylor is okay. that the uh, Biden-Harris administration's mm -hmm. DOJ, their mm -hmm. Department of Justice, their federal attorney general, which is looking like it's going to be uh, Merrick Garland. Yes. Will have the opportunity to step in with superior jurisdiction and make a different decision Thank to, God. to bring some charges. We pray and hope. I expect that to happen. But um, we do. He's but paralyzed. We will stand by. This man's paralyzed. In He's the back, paralyzed. I, I think it's a really difficult argument always to justify the shooting of someone in their back. Now, if you shoot someone in the chest as they are coming towards you, I can understand an argument, not that I always buy it, but right. I can understand an argument that, that you felt that they were an impeding threat to you. The How logic the is there. hell is somebody a threat to you when their back is turned to you? Yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame. So we'll see. Well, we'll see. I, 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 again, like you said, cautious optimism. Cautious, cautious optimism. optimism. Let's see. And this is where we hold this new administration accountable because Joe and Kamala now beyond reproach. That's right. Joe and Kamala are not beyond reproach. So the point of their election is to show up for justice for the electorate, the entire electorate, and we must hold them accountable as well. So we better see them Chuck Taylors walking in the right direction towards justice. That's right. Since you're going to be walking okay. around Vogue and shit with <laughs> okay. them. Let's, let's walk to the halls of justice with them shit. That's where okay. they need to be headed. Exactly. Listen, y'all, thank you for listening. 
please, as always, follow us, subscribe. I actually read all these reviews and ratings. So um, drop yes. in there. Tell us what you think of each and every episode. Tell your friends. Tell your mama. Get the word out about Holding Court, y'all. We please. love doing this show, and we want to do it for a long time. Check out the episode notes for some links to some important updates and additional information. Holding Court comes to you from Uppity Productions in association with Dossie Media and is presented by the Black Effect Network on iHeartRadio. Audio services provided by One of One Productions. Y'all check them out. They're at oneofoneproductions.com. Our people. That's our people. We love y'all. Taylor and Dennis. Y'all join us next time when court is back in session. And in the meantime, stay safe, keep the faith, mask up, and do what, Dustin Ross? Read them damn terms and conditions. Always. <laughs>